Well, lay it on me, James. What do you uh, what do you have going on this week? What has happened this week that uh, you need to break out into elaborate? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're back at it again, coming in with the Q and A. But this time it's going to be a situational Q and A, and how we think we can add a little bit of content behind that, and how we can possibly help you. Um, handle some situations that might be a little tougher than others. Sounds like a plan. There we go. That's what I was waiting on. You um, waiting on me? Sorry yeah, about that. On you, uh, even though you've been waiting on me all morning. So It's true, but you, you, know, you don't have to tell anybody. It's all right. You know, I know. That's all that matters. Yeah, buddy. Um, so uh, to go into it really quick, you and I are both kind of facing some situations right now in our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got a little client management uh, mass email that went out, right? Yeah, not a pretty one. Wasn't supposed to. And now you've got to deal with that situation, correct? Yeah, and, you know, I mean, just to bring it in, I mean, it's not like it was anything bad. Like, it was supposed to be an internal email, and it went out to external. Nothing crazy. It's not like we had conspiracy here on our uh, hands, you know. It's just, uh, it makes me look stupid, and I work really hard not to look stupid, <laughs> which is a full-time fucking job. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just making me look stupid. Plus, it's just creating more workforce. And time's money. Yep. And if I'm going to spend time with a customer, I want to be helping them, not explaining why they got a stupid fucking email that they shouldn't have got. And, oh, hey, sorry, our bad. You know yeah. what I mean? We, uh, we had the same thing happen. So that might actually be our first situation. Um, we had the same thing happen where we accidentally sent out a, we uploaded a lot of new clients to our new program and it sent out a mass email that they had just bought a house. Oh shit. Yeah. So imagine getting that email saying, you know, Hey, uh, congratulations on your new purchase. All your documents have been funded. Um, you know, congratulations from the Corbin team. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how the responses went. Um, and so, you know, how do you deal with that? How, I mean, how do you, how do you deal with that without uh, going too far into the weeds with the clients? And then do you send another mass email out saying, Hey, apologize, disregard the last email. Uh, so I can just tell you what I'm doing right now is I typed up the same verbiage for the entire office. So our message is consistent, sent that out to everybody. So any replies we're getting, we can just respond to it and say, hey, here's exactly what happened. So it's not getting changed up every time. We're not wasting a lot of time. We can just copy paste, right? Um, I'm trying to figure out the system's so new, I don't even know how to send out a mass email. I mean, I've only had it a week. I'm still trying to just make sure we have all our SOPs down on just our normal service stuff. And so I don't even know how that, I haven't even started on the marketing side with it. So I got to figure out how that works. Um, So I've already got to email in to the, the company to try to figure out. So I do want to send another mass email. So it's straightforward. And then, um, let them know that was an error. But lastly, it just kind of hit me when you said that about the whole buying a house thing. If somebody's going to call me or email me, I wonder how I can turn that into a conversation of helping them. Yeah. Like how do I take some, you know, a shit sandwich and, make something a little better out of it. Yeah. And the, and the, and the way that we went about it was, you know, as, as we were, 
as those emails were coming back in, we were just simply saying, hey, super sorry about that. We, we were uploading, you know, our past sales uh, into our new system and just it, it, it recognized it as a sold property. I uh, just wanted to let you know, you know, you haven't purchased anything. No one used your name. No one used your, you know, your identification to purchase a home. Uh, it was simply just a mistake on our part. And uh, we apologize. We are resolving the issue. How's everything going with your new home? Bam. Nice. And then just kind of just following that up and say, hey, uh, and just in case, you know, it has been three years since you purchased. Are you looking at selling anytime soon? Yeah. So it opened up a conversation. Yeah. So I need to, <clears throat> I hadn't thought about that till just a second. I probably need to figure out how to make that into a positive. Yeah. All right. This gives so, us an opportunity. Since we finished this podcast, I'm going to wrap my head around that. Yeah. Gives us an opportunity to see, to check in and make sure everything's good on your end. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. I uh, like that. Yeah, buddy. Um, so what do you do when you're giving negative feedback to a subordinate? Like you have, okay, let's say, let's say you have a subordinate that came in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah completely screwed something up and mm. you've got to give them negative feedback. Um, well, I don't view, I get it in the sense of the, of the way it's saying, all right. So I'm not trying to be combative here, but I, I really don't view it like that. Like if I got a good person who made an honest mistake, honestly, we, we just keep that. We just keep that really straightforward. Yeah. Hey, Anderson, look, this is what you messed up on. You understand how it works. You don't, you do. Okay. You know how to fix it. Here's the steps. All right, go fix it. You get stuck, let me know. That's the conversation, man. That's the yeah. end of it. Now, if I got somebody being lazy that's fucking up something or something we've already corrected and they're fucking it up again, um, or it's just like a behavioral thing or something like that. <clears throat> I used to do the whole, you know, some reason I was talking about shit sandwiches earlier. Now I'm sticking on sandwiches. I, I give like, I, I used to do the good, then give you the bad and then finish with a good. So, hey, man, you're doing great at your sales. Your fucking paperwork up bad. Like, it's bad. I need you to figure it out, fix it, all of this. Hey, team loves you. I used to do that, and that's stupid. I don't agree with that method anymore. Because yep. you know what happens is people leave here confused. Yep. Was he telling me what I needed to fix or what I was doing well? <laughs> Fuck all that. Fuck all that noise. Yep. Just hit it, man. You like it when people are straightforward with you. You're not like some special creature. That's the way everybody else, for the most part, likes it. And if they can't take some honest feedback, I mean, that's their fucking problem. Yeah. I mean, I want to be better. If I screwed up, if I hurt one of my people's feelings or did something they thought where I slighted them some way, I would want them to come in here and be direct and tell me so we can get to the bottom of it. Right. That made me feel horrible if I did. Right. It's that it's the direct communication between... Um, that's right. Between leadership. And that's what it is. Right. Um, cool. So how do you, how do you, how are you balancing being the boss and being the friend? Right. How do you, how do you handle that business? What's a friend? Hmm? What's a friend? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay, cool. Uh, um, <clears throat> go ahead. What's your thoughts? Go ahead. Let's okay, see what cool. you got. So my, my thing is, I mean, there's always, uh, you know, to, to build some sort of camaraderie uh, inside of a company, you have to be friendly, right? And then where does that line go 
to being friends and not getting the work done. And I think it comes back to one, direct communication, just like we talked about above. Two, uh, being able to do cool things outside of work. And then when it, you know, when it's work time, it's work time and, and understanding that, that line. So it's like, we're cool. We're friends. I want to see you succeed personally and business. But when it's, when it's time to grind, as we say, it's time to grind. I expect you to perform just like I perform. Absolutely. I mean, well, I think that's where people get things confused. I very much believe in being friends. My people here, my family, all right, friends, family, however you want to put it. We're yeah. one big dysfunctional family. I'm the weird, creepy uncle. That's what they like to joke and say. You know, it'd just being funny, right? Um, Are they, though? Are they really being funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it probably fits me well, all right? <laughs> but, you know, I mean, a team that's going to work and bleed and, and stress over stuff and sweat together, like, I mean, man, you need to be more than just – an employee number or just a boss. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a real leader, but there's a pecking order. There is. There's always a pecking order. It's just the way things work. You had a group of friends and there was a pecking order. Yeah. Y'all were all friends together and the family, your family, man, your blood. But when you were growing up, there was a fucking pecking order. Yeah. And that's the way it is. When I was in the military, Man, we were a tight-ass team, but there was a pecking order. And, and some of it was rank-related. Some of it wasn't. It was just a pecking order, all right, how people establish. It's as fucking natural as breathing and fucking. I mean, it is, man. I agree. It's just, I, no, I it's, agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's laws of nature, dude. So um, because we're free, the people I call my friends, they better be ready to roll up their fucking sleeves and get to work with the rest of them. Yeah. I'm not talking about my drinking buddies, you know? I mean, if we're going to come in here and as a group try to create something different and better and better serve our clients, you better come in here ready to fucking kill. Yeah. But, not but, and when it's time to, we've earned something, we're going to enjoy it. Like, Enjoy it together. Yeah, it's feast time. You know, you know, enjoy it. It, it, it. A big example of this, I mean, a really good example was, you know, in the military, man. You would see, like, we would work hard on something, and then you would have leadership that when it came time to relax, they would go right, relax with other leaders, which I respect. They needed to, captains needed to co-mingle with captains, and, you know, senior NCOs, same thing. But still, when we were, finish with something that we accomplished as a group and you don't come over and drink with your guys or hang out with your guys, man, all it is, is just, it was just that emblem on your chest that signified your rank. Right. It, it, you, we, you didn't, you weren't our friend, but then you take a leader who would, would get right there in the mix of things with us. And then my master sergeant was that, was that way you seen back here on this picture right there. That's the dude right there. He looks over me every day in my office. That's how much I respect that man. I talked to him three times in the past three weeks, and, and I haven't served with him in a decade. All right? That guy right there, he'd bleed before I would bleed. 
he'd sweat before I would sweat. And when it came time to come together and celebrate as friends, he's right there in the mix with all of us every time. That, that's the kind of guy I want to work for. In the pecking order, he was top of the fucking list. He was the fucking man. Let me rephrase that. He is the fucking man. And let me tell you something. When that group of guys right there, all those guys you see in that picture, we get together up at his place. He says, hey, we'll finish up like eating. Hey, boys, let's get these dishes in the sink. Let's get this trash out. You know what we say? Roger that. And we fucking move our ass. And we're all grown-ass men that have <laughs> he ain't no in charge of us anymore. But he's fucking in charge because that's the pecking order. And we respect his ass. And he's a friend that would do anything for us. Your office needs to be the same way. Yeah. Yep. Fired up. Um, fired up. Okay, so uh, the next one, uh, communication links. So let's say, you know, we're, we're actually having this current problem um, currently, I guess you would say. We are having clients come through the pipeline. They are being hit. They are being direct targeted. Um, and then moving down the chain into a lender to get pre-qualified. We are having some sort of a miscommunication between the people that are going into the pre-qualification and coming out pre-qualified or coming out showing, right? There's, there's some sort of misconnect in the link. And so how, how do you resolve that? How do you, how do you find that missing link? I mean, that's a, I mean, that, that's a pretty big question. Um, like, I mean, that could, there's so many different variables that could play into that. Um, so, so I guess the question would be finding the scenario in which, or, or going into the scenario of which, how do you, where do you follow that chain of command? Like wh- how, how, how are you going to find, let's say this is happening in your company right now. How are you going to find that missing link, where like where, where do you start in this scenario? I mean, I mean, just to keep it simple. I mean, what you're telling me is, I mean, I'm gonna just start at the beginning, start going through all the steps until I find where there's an issue, where it breaks down at, and then I'm gonna pinpoint from there. Um, and then I'm gonna start just asking a lot of questions. Right. To the people who should know. If I don't know, I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask everybody else see if they know. Because we work in a team here. And I got people who are doing stuff day in, day out that I'm not doing, and I'm gonna start asking them questions. And I always like to go to we, right? right? If I'm working with anything, underwriting. I work with a lot of underwriting. God, I work with too much underwriting. So if I call in one of the tips that I like to use, cause sometimes you'll get underwriters for like a carrier. They look at it as your client, not their client. It's both of ours client. All right. Cause they may get paid by the corporate office, but I bring in the fucking customers. I help the client solve a need. They make sure we're keeping a checks and balances where it's a good relationship for the carrier as well. It's great. You, somebody goes and buys a house. It needs to be a good relationship for the lender too. Uh-huh. They need to know they're going to get their fucking money, right? They're not going to pick up a problem, child. So I'm in the middle negotiating that deal. Got a client on one end. That's my number one concern. 
but I do also need to make sure the carrier feels good as well. So if I'm hitting something that's like an impasse when it gets to the carrier, usually my problem, because if the client's not interested, right, I can't solve their problem, then the carrier never knows about it, right? Because they're not interested. So client's happy, I'm happy, send it up, carrier's got coming back on me, or there's a problem. I have found the, the best thing I can do is make sure, even subconsciously, that underwriter is, feels like, make them realize they have ownership in this. Yeah. They're not just shutting shit down or just checking a box. I say, we have this problem, our customer. And then frankly, I put it on, if I can't solve it, if I, if I could solve it, I wouldn't even be calling them. Right. I'm not going to waste a phone call if I can handle the issue by myself. So if I'm calling you, that means I can't answer it. And they look at themselves as yes, no people. So now I change that and I'm going, all right, underwriter Addison, our customer is stuck on this. Here's what I, I get what you're asking for, but here's the thing. This makes no sense. or This is not common sense. You want to cancel this because of one shingle missing. And I know we're on a deadline, but you're going to reorder an inspection, cost all this money. We've already got this done. What are we going to do about it? Right. And then you know what I do? I shut the fuck up because I'm the guy who can't make that decision. So I say, what are we going to do about it? I'm saying we, but I'm putting all that shit on your shoulders because you're the one who can make the decision. And I'm going to shut the fuck up. And now guess what? Subconsciously, right through that phone call, I just took all the shit that's on my shoulders and I put it on yours. Yeah. And you know what I realized? Most people are fucking lazy. Yeah. They're lazy. They want the easiest route because guess what? As soon as they hang out with me, they got to deal with somebody else, whatever. And they're going to they're gonna do it the way, because now it's not James' problem, it's their problem. Yeah. And, I, and they're going to get that shit done. And it may still be a no, but most of the time it's not, because they're like, fuck, what am I going to do with this? How should we handle this? What he said makes really good sense to me now, because I got to fucking make the answer. And boom, I get my answer. And then I move the hell on my day. I like it. Um, so going through the firing process, typically – I, you know, my firing process is very simple. I say, Hey, let's go have a chit chat. And usually by the time that I decide that, that you're getting fired, there's, there's nothing to it. Like, do you say chit chat only if it's bad or if it's good too? Chit chat. I'm wondering if everybody puckers up when you say, <laughs> Hey, let's have a chit chat. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly what it is. Um, it's, it's, this is done. This, the, the relationship that you and I have at currently at this moment, has come to a chit chat and this, this is it. Right. <laughs> That's no, no bueno. Yeah. Um, and usually it's, it's pretty quick. I walk in like, look, this isn't working out. You understand. Um, you know, we, we've had this conversation before we've been down this road twice. Um, is there, you know, it, it, that, and that's it. Like usually when I sit down, I'm like, you know, this isn't working out. I'd make it very short and, and quick. I like to make a headshot. Just make a headshot, huh? Yeah, just just a headshot. Because um, you know, bringing out, making it lengthy, making it cumbersome, it just doesn't. Uh, it's not beneficial for anybody. It's not, man. It's like a wounded, and I mean this respect, but it's like a wounded animal, and you're just letting it sit there and flop around. Like, just get it done with. Yep. Get feedback though. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and receive feedback. 
You know what I'm saying? Because they may say something in the heat of it that makes really good sense. You know, like anytime I do it, fortunately it's been rare. Normally it's pretty straightforward. Like they're a piece of shit. Actually, that's, that's not, that's not the right way to say that. I'm sorry. I should retract that because that's not true. I've had a couple, but not all. Some just were not fitting right. Yeah. And I was frank with them. And if they have feedback, I normally ask in that situation, Hey, you, you got anything you'd like to say or add to this when I finish up, you know? I'm not a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, but they might, they might make a valid point yeah. that I can take in and, and, and use. Right. But, you know, I mean, like I, I said that and I immediately went to the, the one lady that worked for me that literally, man, she came in, she came to work for me. She was, she was pregnant. I hire her anyways. Cause she even said, well, you probably don't want to hire me right now. I was like, why is that? She's like, well, I'm pregnant. I'm like, look, you do good work. I take care of you. You take care of me. She wasn't here three months. I gave her leave. I hired her with a notion and no one I was going to do that. Gave her leave, gave her paid leave while she had her baby. She came back like, man, I'm supporting her hundred percent. Dude, she was fucking me the whole time. She just totally took advantage of me. She wasn't doing any of her stuff. She had a drawer so stuffed full of paperwork that it was flowing over in the back of the desk. Fucking dumb. And she spent her day searching for other jobs for her, her husband, and her mom-in-law. Some people you just can't help, dude. Yeah. You know what I did? I, when I realized that, I went through her entire desk. I put all her shit in a box. And when she walked in, I had her box sitting on my desk. I said, come here. Sign this piece of paper. You're terminated. Give me your key. Take your box and get the fuck out. That was it. Chit chat. Yeah, that was the chit chat. Yeah, yeah, that was it. No, I get it. Okay, you know. So, uh, what you know, I'm I'm very big on hiring people not based on their past performance in you know or or past experience. I'm very big on hiring the person because of the person. Um, I've got two one hundred percent exactly. I've got I've got two people now that were not in the positions that they were in now, uh, and nothing to do with real estate, and they're fucking crushing, right? You like, got good folks over there, man. Yeah, and it, it's it's one of those things that if if you honestly have a good feeling about a person, you can walk through that conversation and say, look, I know for a fact that that I have trust in you as a person. I also know that you know from this conversation, you take whether it's 85% of the ownership uh, of, of your life, you know, whatever, whatever the hell it may be that I see in that person, I'm, I'm hiring you for that. Um, that's only bit me in the ass one time, one time. And uh, she lasted two weeks. I gave it two weeks. I mean, <clears throat> I, I 100% agree with you. And that is the, that is the path I've taken. I've worked harder to, cause once again, you learn through business, right? So, um, learn through time and business with me. I was like, oh, I need experience. I'd bring in somebody with experience and just think they should know how my operation runs. Right. Well, that's me being lazy. Right. I don't give a shit if you've got prior experience in real estate or insurance or what, right? Like you still, this is your company. You got to identify it. You got to bet out your process to how you want to take care of your customers. Yep. Right. So, it was making me lazy on my processes. So now I've developed stronger processes where I can go, man, I can bring in good people, not just experienced people, 
good people. I think they got the right notion. Man, my last hire, I just liked her confidence when she came in my office. She was the least qualified person I interviewed. I brought her back for a second interview, brought my lead agent in on it. I was like, I don't know what it is. I just like her confidence. She, she's just, you know, she actually made good eye contact with me while we were talking, like, you know, and so on and so forth. I build my processes. Now she comes in because she's a good person, got an opportunity for a career, and she's she's developing like so fast. It's awesome developing out and passing her test first. I mean, just all that stuff to get her state license, everything. And nine out of ten agents would have passed her over. And she's doing great, man. And I've built my processes to, to support her, you know? I don't know about what yours is like, but you know, I mean, perfect example. I mean, we wouldn't have this podcast have time for, for cam keeping us on schedule. That's right. So, I mean, it's just the the way it is. It's the right way to do it. I agree with what you said. Cool. Um, I, I think that kind of sums us up for the day, man. I, I just want to do a quick Q and a, I kind of like the way that these flow. Um, and we've had some good feedback on them. So I think we might start doing a little bit more of these just for situational, because I think that's more applicable to what people are looking for when they come to a podcast. It's like, you know, I'm having these situations in my business. Um, yeah. Knowledge is good and getting info from other higher you know, people. But when you and I sit down, this is really what we wanted to take this, this podcast to was, you know, we're having situations, we're running businesses on a regular mm-hmm. basis and we're having these problems come up. Right. Yeah. But this allows us to touch base on problems outside of our industry, but also leadership problems outside of, you know, th- this is, this is across the board, a generalization of situations that happen. And I think this would be a good way to go. Yeah. I, I very, very good point. And I'll add this for the people listening, you know, Addison and I get the benefit of it being our fucking show. So we can say whatever we want. Also, we're getting to have a conversation right now. And if you're listening and you disagree with how we respond to one of these things, that's fair. Unfortunately, we're not having an open conversation where you can hear more of me go more in depth or you can express your side to me. I'm always open to new ideas how I can do it differently. So if you heard us give a response that you're like, but no, that's not the way you do it. I wouldn't do it that way. Well, think about though what might be right about the way we would do it. Think about something that's positive about the way we do it and see if you can take something from it. Look, if I give you 20 things and one of them makes sense, throw the other 19 away. I don't give a shit. Take the one that does something for you. That's all we want with this. Addison wants you to take all 20. I'm okay with you just taking one. Take all 20. And take all 20, motherfucker. <laughs> but, I mean, that's it. It's just to maybe make you think about something in a different way. Right. You don't like it? Toss that shit. There's no obligation here. You actually do have an obligation here. You know, maybe maybe leave this review. Maybe tell a friend about it. Share it with somebody. Come on now. Throw in your Instagram stories. Not going to hurt you. Just saying. But other than that, you can throw anything away you want to throw away. Use what you can use. Get rid of the rest. And the quicker and faster you get better at that, I'm telling you, it'll benefit you greatly. That's my last nugget. I'm done. Close this up. Yeah. Grind her out.